Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Welcome back to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, episode 39. You realize we're one away from Milestone, episode 40? I know. I'm Did gonna you have think to... when we first started doing this, we'd be at like 40 episodes? No. No, right? actually. It's kind of crazy. I was like, as I was researching like one through five, I was like stressing out, like, am I going to find enough cases? But as I research, I realized like people just continue to kill each other. And oh, yeah. Already in, in 2021, it was like an untapped well of crazy people murdering each other. <laughs> I don't ever feel like you're going to run out of material. No. You know? And like we've talked about that, but I keep yeah. going like, well, this one was so good. Like, how am I going to find one that like rivals this? About like a lot of them. Right. Like, a lot of them are so good. Some of them are like dark and some of them are like sad. Do you ever research lemons of like, whoa, I can't even talk about this? No. Really? <laughs> no. When I look at it like that, I'm like, yeah, this one. So <laughs> all of our listeners right now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Stop saying that. Don't say that. Right. <laughs> I mean, the ones I find that are just like. Because you're like a dog without a leash, man. It's like, God, I don't know. what You're like sniffing in trash all over the place. I have no idea what you're up to. It's true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So this one today comes out of Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. He was a firefighter and he was a 15 year veteran of the Cleveland Fire Department. And he was married to this lady named Uloma. Uloma. His, his name was Lieutenant William Walker. And uh, he married Loma after they dated for several years. Oh. Never talked about marriage. That's smart. Until one day. See, that's what happens. They got married one and day, just like that. Right. One day she says to him, hey, Will, William, Bill, Billy, Will, I got, I got breast cancer. Oof. Stage four. Ooh, man, and that's I got, never the news you want to get. I got no, and I got no health insurance. Uh, so he says, Loma, I'm going to marry you so that you have some benefits. Was, We're going to get you through this. That was nice of him. Right? I'm sure the city he worked for was really happy too. <laughs> right. Well, it's not like they just met. They right, had right. dated for a long time. Yeah, that's the right thing to do under the circumstances. Yeah. So she had three kids, um, and he had one daughter and a son. Okay, and from previous from marriages. Previous marriages. Yeah. They were both 45 years old. He was described as a caring and loving man. She was described as a pathological liar. <laughs> it's almost like you're setting us up. Like, I already I know. know. Who's, you know who's going to die. Yeah, I already know who's going to die here. <laughs> right. Well, I don't there, feel like a firefighter would kill his wife, there, although maybe I should look into it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Like, if you're driving your cars right now, might as well just turn it off because you already know who what happened. Right. Right? It's like you're already The details, the details. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, so they get married. Okay. And he buys her this nice house in the suburb. Remember? Suburbs. What you were saying suburbs. about people in the burbs are... People like Skip, people who mowed their lawn for the 800th time. On November 3rd of 2013, they were packing to move into the new home he just purchased okay. for her. They had been married at this time for four months. Four months? Right, a milestone. <laughs> so, you know, they're packing, they're getting ready to move, and she says to him, why don't you go get us some McDonald's? Oh. Right, so he goes out to get the McDonald's. Next thing you know... 911 gets a call. Okay. Someone shot my husband in the driveway. 
Oh my! He didn't even get out of the driveway to get to McDonald's. Oh no, no, no! He got the McDonald's. Oh, he was on the way back. And he was on the way back, walking up the driveway. All right. When he gets ambushed and shot four times in his driveway. I'm gonna say something. Yeah. This is where the story goes bad right here because now I have to question the whole thing. Well, McDonald's is bad for you anyway. I understand that, but but now McDonald's is super bad for you. But listen, McDonald's, in so many ways. Right, but it's also although it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. It Ew. Re- Listen. I haven't eaten McDonald's in over 10 years. All right, well, <laughs> I'm just saying it is good. It tastes good. It's not good for you, but it, it tastes, tastes good. terrible. I don't know. So anyway, the point is most people would want to eat the McDonald's, I'm thinking. so. Right, so she'd have them come in, Why eat wouldn't she burgers, eat the McDonald's first and then... Then have them ambushed. Right. This is the part that's kind of like, eh. Right. Well, the least. police get there. Right. And she's hysterical. Okay. Oh my God! You know, did they, she eat some fries out of the out of the bag? I need to know. Well, she's on nine one one. Maybe they could hear her crunching. Because, like, you know, if you ever picked up <laughs> French fries and you're in your car and they're sitting in the passenger seat, you can never seat, wait till you get it's home. Impossible. I guess. It's fucking impossible. I'm telling you, everyone out here listening right now is like, yep, because there's no way you can leave a sealed bag from McDonald's or any fast food place, right? And then get to your house and not have had one not be French like, fry. Oh just one french fry yeah just one just one but it's never just one right because if Mm-mm. you have that one no and then you get home and you distribute it and someone's like where have my fries gone <laughs> right right because you know what you do you don't eat you from yours obviously you got to take so from- maybe she runs to the driveway calls 911 eats half the fries while she's waiting for yeah, cops yeah. to show up just smashes out one bag of fries you know right <laughs> while she's waiting right. but no that's not what happened okay um, the police get there, they find some nine millimeter casings on the driveway and they obviously take them in for evidence. Right. They have a vigil for this gentleman. There was a huge turnout because obviously he's, well, he's a, a firefighter. Fireman. I'm sure a lot of people showed up Everyone for that. Everyone from the fire department's there. Everyone from the township, police, neighbors. And they described him as a good man who worked two jobs to put his daughter through college. Man. So at this point he's just an ambush. It's like a random attack. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, police are investigating, and they kind of hit a wall, and they're like, you know, we, we're kind of just here. Like, he was just yeah, shot. Like, we don't know why. Why kill this guy? Because they're looking for motive. Like, what's the motive here? Right. Yeah. Right. And they, I don't think they see a motive because they're kind of newlyweds. They're moving. You think their house is like, you know, like something to look forward to. They're in the up and up. Right. And they're doing all these, you know, investigations. They can't find anything. So what do they do? What, what they talks do? the most? Money they put out a cash reward for information. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> right. So, a man named Enrique Ramos came forward and he told police that his friend Isaiah Solomon was approached for murder by hire um, by the wife Loma's seventeen-year-old tw- daughter's boyfriend. Okay. So this this case has so many twists and turns, and there's so many like. It's like five to fifth, six degrees of separation. Was that six degree? Is it six degrees of separation? It's like so many people had to go through this right, like, right. in order to do this. So it's not like someone like right there right. did it. So they get a search. They get a search warrant right. for this this kid Chad. His phone. Chad is the the boyfriend of the daughter of okay. Loma's daughter. The one that allegedly approached this guy. Yeah. Gotcha. So they get a search warrant and they find all these messages between Chad, his girlfriend, um, and this other guy, Ryan Doherty, who's known as like the biggest troublemaker in the neighborhood, like lots of trouble in his life. So um, 
they're invest they start investigating Loma and they find out that she's got not only significant debt, but significant debt in her new husband's name as well. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars. Right? So when police questioned her about it, she lied to them and said, No, 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 I'm not in debt. I'm good. Yeah. So, um, you know, now it's been a year since the murder happened right. when they start to get this these clues and they start investigating and like ramping up their investigation. They find out that Loma has not been to the doctor in the last year. Oh God. This is a woman with alleged stage four cancer. Oh, she no. hasn't been to the doctor in a year. Don't tell me she doesn't have cancer. Never had cancer. Oh, son of a bitch. She lied. She lied about to get can- him to marry her. Okay? Is there anything worse? I, I don't think so. Than lying about that. Maybe lying about a pregnancy. Oh, my God. But no. So, turns out, right before she came up with this story about cancer, um, William had confided in his daughter that okay. he still had feelings for her mother, his ex-wife. Okay. And I think he was considering like maybe options when Loma came and said, hey, listen, I got breast cancer. And he says, oh man, like, well, I guess my future is sealed. I gotta help this woman. I've been dating her for a long time. I gotta help this woman. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Good God. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, on the night of the murder, they see a text from Chad's phone saying, we have a body, right? This is like instantly as soon as the shooting happened. Right. So then they start, like, you know, obviously, like, looking at the DNA. The DNA on the bullets match Chad, the boyfriend Mm. of the daughter. And um, so they brought him in, and they charged him. And by the time they charged him, it was August of 2015. So the murder happened in November of 2013. They charged him in August of 2015. Let me guess. He starts singing like a canary. He absolutely did. (laughs) Shocker. What he did was confessed... That he was approached by Loma and her daughter to kill William because they claimed that he was abusing her. Ah. All right. This isn't where the whole story ends. Well, where do you know she's a pathological liar? So. Yeah. So they found they found this guy. So Chad and his girlfriend found this guy Chris Hine, who hooked them up with this other guy Ryan Doherty, who I told you was uh, was bad news. Yeah. So when they pick up Ryan Doherty, he says, yeah, I killed him for 800 bucks. Money's money. Mm-hmm. $800. Money's money. Yep. Holy shit. So when it came down to it, the Good whole God. reason she actually wanted him dead. The money. She wanted life insurance. Yeah, yeah, of course. We had a $100,000 in life insurance. Oh, my God. But guess what? What? It was still in his ex-wife's name. So his ex-wife collected $100,000. It's better than her. She claimed $0. So I guess she thought that as soon as he married her, he would switch his policy over. But he did not. Oh, my God. And in the meantime, his ex-wife is actually mourning because I think they still kind of had feelings for each other. She collects his money. She thinks, oh, my God, he took care of me. Right. And the woman that that had arranged for his murder... Gets zero dollars. Gets nothing. That's karma. Oh. That's beautiful. A hundred percent. Yeah. So. Please tell me they charged this lady. They did. Okay. So when Chad went and told the police what happened, he said basically that um, that night they had planned for her to send him to McDonald's and make arrangements so that when he was on his way back, he would get ambushed in the driveway, obviously on purpose. Um, she wanted to make it look like a botched robbery. And she told them that no one would believe that I would hire a bunch of kids to kill someone when I know people that actually could. 
Jesus. Okay, she went in the ambulance with him, and he died in the ambulance with her sitting there. In the meantime, she's responsible for his death. That's sad. It's disgusting and twisted. Mm-hmm. Man. So in 2017, um, they basically all pled, but she stood trial. So Chad got 28 years. Doherty, who was the guy that shot the guy, got 23 years. Um, the guy Chris Hine, who was like the go-between guy between Chad and Doherty, he pled guilty to conspiracy. He got 18 years. And her daughter, who was 17 at the time, got just one year in juvenile detention. She was found guilty and sentenced to life without parole. Oh, good. Now, the ironic thing is, to set up one guy to be killed, right. there are five people in prison. Mm -hmm. And all five lives are ruined forever. Actually, six lives because, not, well, more than that, because seven lives because his daughter. Right. So, and his son. He has a son. Right. And his ex-wife. So, like, everyone. Yeah. It's like a domino The whole effect. fire department. The yeah. whole community. Everyone who really liked this guy. Everyone thought this was a good guy. All over money all over money disgusting so when she went to trial it's the nuts. defense said that she had no motive there was no history of domestic violence um, they were on trips together they were doing fine and her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend may have planned it but she had nothing to do with it <laughs> okay so she just throws her own yeah, daughter under I, the bus i was just gonna say that well there's no listen there's no honor amongst scumbags there never is no yeah yeah no um, they throw into each other the bus all the time. In the meantime, her daughter says, obviously, that she was the, a pathological liar. And that she was, this is, now this is her other daughter, yeah. not the daughter who had him killed. Her, she has another daughter who knew nothing about, like, and actually believed that he got killed, like, randomly. Yeah. She said she couldn't believe what a liar her mother was. And that the way that she acted at his funeral, she 100% believed that she was grieving and in mourning. Wow. So when the sentence was read, she cried, which was the first time she ever showed emotion in court. And yeah, she cried because she's going to prison, right. not not because of her remorse. She cried because she got caught. Right. Not because she felt bad. Right. Man, that's a sick and twisted story. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of turns there. A, you lie and say you get breast cancer. Right, which is deplorable. You trap someone who obviously cares about you into marrying you for benefits. You try to steal his life insurance, right? but you, he doesn't even have it in your name. It's bizarre. She ruined this guy's life. Yeah, 100%. Terrible. Yeah. That is a bad story. Isn't that a bad one? You think this guy, like, you know, survived being in fires and stuff, and then he dies that way. Right. Being killed by his own wife. And this is 15 years in Cleveland, so you know there was, like, a lot of oh, fires, yeah. a lot yeah. of drama. Stabbing, like shootings, all kinds of stuff he went to. Yeah. That's terrible. In the meantime, his own wife kills him in his own driveway. As they're planning for a, a wonderful future in a new house. Yeah. See? That's why you got to do Uber Eats or something this way. People will deliver you. You can have your eyes on everybody all the time. This is 2013. <laughs> there was no such thing yet. <laughs> Man. That was a pretty crazy story. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of twists in that one, right? It's a good one. I know. I'm so happy that she didn't get any money. Me too. I... That, that's, that is, listen, if there's any takeaway... It's that. It's like more than more. I swear, more than like the, her her criminal sentence. Right. Is like is the justice of like his money going to his ex wife. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's I just the feel best like, karma ever. I just feel like I wish like as they cut the check, they just looked at her and said, "Bam, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get nothing. You collect nothing. You collect zero. We are all in shock as a family. 
Um, we have known Loma Curry for eight years. Her and my dad were together. And so she was like a second mom to my brother and I. And so we are just shocked and distraught. Uh, my father did not deserve this at all. He was such a great man, a great role model to so many people in Cleveland. Um, and we also just wanted to say that like, my dad would want us to you know, move forward and, you know, just try to, I guess, find light in the situation. Um, yeah, our dad was a big part of our lives and, um, we miss him every single day. Um, um, I think about him a lot, um, during my, um, daily just being in school and such. Um, because he always motiv motivated me to um, to continue to strive to be better. He was an outstanding employee, and he will be deeply missed. Walker was just promoted to lieutenant in August and has been with the fire department for 15 years. He worked at the training academy on Lakeside Avenue. He was a, a great asset to the division, um, very well respected, very liked by all the members on the division. And, as the chief alluded to, the division is mourning the situation at this time. Walker's neighbors say he stayed to himself and regularly walked his dog. Messed it's a up. shame, but yeah, it was good. Waste. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, 39. 39. So we'll have to see what 40 has in store. It's going to be exciting. Listen, we have to give a quick shout out to two people that are like religious about our show, which is awesome, right? I mean, we have Devin. Mm-hmm. Devin. Yep. What's up, Devin? Devin. And then you have your... My, Brianna, Brianna, my nurse practitioner. Yeah, so well, now my friend Tara, who is like my... She's my my bestie as far as like uh, scary movies. We always text each other about scary movies. Your, best, your bestie Tara for scary movies? She's, she's like my scary movie bestie. Yes. She's watching the show, listening to the show. That's awesome. I think she's enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. These people are like, they motivate us to keep going. I know. That, that's why I know. Devin's awesome because like I'll run into her husband first and he'll be like, yeah, I am, I'm not even close to being caught up because he, he said the original plan was they were supposed to listen together. That was the deal they made. She can't wait. And she doesn't wait. She just, she just goes, she's like. Wait, the best is we, we released the last episode. I got to find this. We released the last episode and then my friend Tara, she happens to be in the medical field. Okay. So she, I wake up to a text from her that says. Is that what nurses do? They date men with issues? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so that episode wasn't even out for 24 hours, and I like already got a text from her, so I was like, oh, nice to see you're caught up. Yeah, it's So, awesome. I know. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. All right. See you at 40. Have a good night. All right, bye. Bye.